Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. All right, fam. What is up? We are back. We we are here for a uh, a special athlete spotlight th- th- this afternoon. We're going to be be joined by uh, uh, professional boxer uh, Roberto Duran Jr. Roberto, how are we doing this afternoon? Man, we doing great, man. How are you guys? Uh, we're, well, I'm doing especially great. My Eagles are in the Super Bowl. It's a, it's a great time here in Philadelphia. You know, most definitely. You want to know how I'm doing? Sports. We were in the World Series. We didn't win that one. We were uh, our, our soccer team. The the union was in was in the the MLS Cup. Uh, cup. Didn't quite get that home. I think the Eagles might do it though. <laughs> oh shit! You want to know where I'm coming from right now? What's, I'm coming from the DMV because I did not pay a ticket. Right, so I got my license suspended. I had to go to the DMV. Thought I would just get my license. Picture taken. I got all dressed up nice. You know, they tell me I have to do my driving test again. Do you guys remember doing your driving oh, test? Yeah, you wow. gotta do it all over. That's hilarious. Yeah, I gotta do that all over again. That's, and, when, and that's when people were like 17. I know. 18, I gotta do that. I gotta do it all over now. Oh, it's crazy, right? So Roberto Duran Jr., I gotta say one thing. I'm from the city, everyone knows who you and your father are. First off, and the first time I heard of your family, it stuck with me. I watched, I think it was 30 for 30, uh, the, the no mas again with your father and the whole history behind that. And I think that's one of the richest stories inside boxing next to, uh, you know, Tommy Morrison. Are you, are you familiar with the Tommy Morrison story? Not too much, but I know a little bit of it, yes. So did you get to see the 30 for 30 on your father? Obviously, your whole life has been about it. But were you able to catch that? Yeah, I did. I've actually seen the documentary, the I Am Duran documentary on my father. It's like a 30 for 30, but it goes into like more debt and stuff like that. So here, let me ask you this. This This is a real one right here. So from the people that me and Steve have interviewed, uh, that have been on the 30 for 30s or the documentaries, this and that, in the news, um, they, they're usually not too happy with the way that the story was portrayed. Were you, were you happy with the way that uh, documentary was turned out in the 30 for 30? The, the documentary, I didn't see the 30 for 30. I saw the I Am Duran and also the movie. Have you seen the movie? Uh, what it's hands uh of hands of steel, right? Hands of stone. Hands of stone. That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. So that movie wasn't a hundred percent accurate at all. Wh- which there means was, it wasn't accurate as in his life, like how his life, you know, came about into boxing and everything. A lot of things they showed that he so proclaimed did didn't happen. You know, so speaking to my brother, that kind of pissed my dad off. I don't really have a, a close relationship with my father like that. You know, I grew up with my mom's side of the family, and um, I've seen him here and there growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah, same same for uh, probably me and Steve, I would say, here. Yeah, on this so, side. My dad's so, like a legend in the city, um, like low-key, like badass, like Kelly Leak type of lifestyle. But nothing like your father, man. So, you know, how, how did that make you feel not having the relationship with your father? Because I've worked with, like, the Gotti family, for, for instance, right? And, right. Uh, you know, doing interviews and working with them. You know, even John Gotti Jr. didn't have a real good relationship with his father. And yet he had to fall into the shoes of his father, right? Right, right. yeah. That's yeah. kind of similar to you here. 
Yeah, so the thing was, growing up, when I was really, really young. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, at first I didn't know what my, you know, how huge my dad was. You know what I mean? So as I got older and I'm like, wow, this guy is more than just, he's just, he's more than Roberto Duran. He's a legend. You know, he's, he's an icon. And I, I grasped, I grasped that growing up when I, as I got older, you know, and then um, filling his shoes is, how can I say it is, is a lot of people will say, do I feel the pressure? You know what I mean? Because a lot of people want to see me fight like him, do the things he did. And I'm like, at the end of the day, you know, my dad did his. Yeah. You know, he wrote his story in the book already. You know, he had his style. He did his way. Now I'm, I'm in the picture now. You know, I'm doing it my way, my style. You know what I mean? It's my path. But before you get any further with that, it had to be a whole journey to to get to that point and realize your independence, right? So when when was that whole thing where you realized who your father was? How old were you? And, and what was that situation where you, you kind of realized that? You kind of mentioned it, but uh, in, in a little detail, like how old were you? Because as a young kid, you know, it, it's got to be kind of difficult. Like you were probably maybe bullied if they knew who, uh, your father was trying to fight you to get a name for themselves or, you know, how, how was it for you when you realized who your father was? Man, I realized who my father really was. I want to say when I started hitting, you know, like seven or eight, cause my mom and my grandparents always tell me like, listen, this is who your father really is. So I learned pretty quick who my dad was and me going to school, when I lived in Miami, before I moved to um, New York, I lived in Alapata, you know, right in the hood. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that Is that South that Florida? I lived in South Florida, like Boca and uh, all, all that, like South Florida I've lived. It's South Florida, but it's in Miami. It's a, it's a, it's a, it was back in the day, might be still is, you know, a bad neighborhood. Like Haitian I, Nation type, right? Huh? Like Haitian Nation type. Like you'll be in a, a nice neighborhood and then all of a sudden it's, it's, it's hood hood. Yeah, it's hood over there in Alapata. So that's where I grew up before I moved to New York. And, you know, some of the teachers, some of the students, you know, they knew who my dad was. They knew who I was. But that didn't face me because at the end of the day, it's me. And, you know, I grew up fighting. You know, it's just that's just what it was. I was just an angry kid because knowing who finding out who my father is and not having him in my life, you know, that affects every child growing up to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, regardless of what your father or your mother's status is, you're always going to need that relationship. Yeah, you need you need both sides of the coin, you know what I mean? You some, know, exactly. some, some kids go go go, you know, on 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 that wrong track and some some people it it, it kind of it, def, it do, they don't let it define them and and it, it kind of makes them stronger. Each it, it, everyone kind of deals with it on their own just like we're all our own people, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Exactly. But so, so, you know, we were talking about boxing movies. You know, we're about to see Creed three co come out. What are what are, what are, what are your top three boxing movies, my friend? Like 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 if if you're forced to go go down there and you got you, you have to watch some. What what are some of your favorites? Only Rocky. Only Rocky. That's it. Do you include Balboa in the Rocky though? That's a question. I never seen it. Do I include Rock Balboa? Yeah, like when he did the the, the Balboa movie when when he, when he when he uh who was he fighting? He trained he trained the young kid, right? No, 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 no. It was it, was, it, it he had his Rocky movies, but they didn't they did Balboa before they did Creed. Oh no no no! no. That's I'm talking one. about the straight Rocky movies, one yeah, through yeah, five. Yeah. That's it, the original ones. All right.
Yeah, one through Which, five. Where, 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 where's your top three for that one? Like, because I know a lot of people love, love love the original, but some people got got a lot of love for the for the back end ones. Obviously, uh, some people are partial to the one with uh with that 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 had Tommy Gunn in it. Obviously, right. a lot of people love uh Rocky Four for for some reason. Well, hey, hey, shout out. Shout out to Sylvester Stallone for actually writing the first Rocky script and being turned down by a bunch of people, you know? Most definitely. I mean, my top three Rocky movies, my top three, number one will have to be number four when he fought Drago. That soundtrack is like everyone's workout ever, right? That's, That's my number one. Number two is when he fought Mr. T. Yeah, the third one. And then the last one with Tommy. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! A lot of That's people it. don't enjoy the the Tommy Gun one, but the story but behind it, that it, it hits to a real thing, like how how you like not not only like the, the the head injury stuff where he really couldn't get get licensed, and they're still trying to push him to get his license anyways. Right? Yeah. Then then he falls into the, the whole Tommy Gun thing where he has a good trainer, good guy working with him, and then they show you the uh, the Don King character how that side of the business works. I think it's real important for people. Like, I know people don't, it's not like the sexy movie or anything like that, but go and look at what happened to Tommy's career. He got, you know, he, he had wrong people taking care of him when he got to certain points of his career and right. you know, went down a, a messed up path because he didn't have guys to take care of him. Just like Tyson. Same thing with Tyson. And know? it's funny how, how their careers mirror, except Tommy's flamed out way too fast. So and I got to have the other stuff that Trisha's going through right now, trying to trying to clear his name of other things. Right, right. I know his son. He looks exactly like his father. Oh, my God. He Steve, is yo, I texted like- Steve last night. I was freaking out because I was doing the thumbnail for you, right? I was yeah, making yeah. a thumbnail for our interview, and I'm going through it. And for, and uh, what's his name? Kenzie. Kenzie Morrison Kenzie, right. came up. Yeah, he looked, dude, he, he, it seriously looked like, it don't matter. Like, it looked like Tommy spat him out or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's wild. And they, he, they have a similar style. Like, you were, uh, you, you're, I think your last fight, you were on the car with him, right? Yes. And, um, we fought together in Vegas and wow. our last card in, and, um, where was it again? Kansas. So let me ask you this, because you were just saying, you know, you had to find your independence, right? That you, you wanted to be your own person. However, you fell into boxing, which puts more pressure on you to fall <laughs> with your father, to be in your father's shoes. Mm-hmm. So that has to be even harder for you because everyone's expecting you. Kind of going back to the John Gotti thing, John Gotti the third trying to do the MMA thing and everyone's expecting him to... Uh, you know, shoot the Don, who's the champ. You know what I mean? So right, right, right. <laughs> what made you choose boxing? I mean, was it to get closer to your father? Was it to, um, you know, improve as a person? When did this idea spark with you? And did everyone uh, that, around that you say it was too. a good people, idea? People always forget boxing. A lot of boxers don't really. Some of them, and it isn't always about the glory. It's just like, listen, I need an outlet. I need to. Exactly. Exactly. So to be honest with you guys, right? When I was living in New York, I was already going downhill. You know, I was running the streets, in and out of jail. I went to prison. I did three and a half years. I got out. Holy. And I'm like, and I'm like, damn, what do I do now? If I stay here, if I continue to live here in New York, I'm gonna fall right back into old habits, you know. Go back in and out of jail. And then a week later, my mom calls me. She's like, hey, your sister's on the phone. I'm like, who? Like your sister, Dahlia, my oldest sister. So then she's like, she wants to know if you want to do boxing. So it's, I felt like God was knocking on my door like, hey, look, I'm trying to give you a second chance. Here's an outlet. It's up to you to take it. You know, so then I actually spoke to my sister. And she's like, you want to do boxing? I'm like, what do I got to do? She's like, just move out of there. So I didn't even think about it twice. I took it and ran with it, you know? So boxing for me, at first it was an escape, but you know, to get out of my old lifestyle, it was an outlet. And then when I got down here and I I understood the business of training and everything, I'm like, damn, out of all my brothers, I'm the one that's really, really continuing, you know, my dad's legacy. I'm the one that's really 
lacing the glove up, getting in there, really fighting. You know what I'm saying? So let me make this more than just an outlet. You know, let me make it a career. Let me continue the legacy. So that's that's how I took it, man. And then here I am paving my own way now. And, and and it's crazy how this era has been. Like you're, we're starting to get this this massive influx of of guys who who you know you know used to fought fought you know guys who fathers used to fought, fight you know twenty you know fifteen you know you know ten years ago. And you really even see it see it in in in, in, in other sports now. Like you know you look in the NFL. You know Asante Samuel, his his son is now is now in the NFL. Frank Gore, his son is is gonna. I think is 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 gonna be in the draft this year. We you know we look at boxing. You know we have Roberto Duran Jr. We have Kenzie Morrison. You know mm-hmm. we have Hasim Rockman Jr. We, you know we're right. starting to get a lot of Mayweather. guys who were who were really popular. You know late nineties, early two thousand, etc. So uh, you think it, it, it's something? I, some of these promoters should really start to kind of get behind. You know, finding ways to get get all you guys on a on, on a card. Not really call it like you know legend. You know, you know, you know things of that nature. But to, to get in the act of of keeping you guys together, promoting you because I think that's another way to kind of create a strong brand. I think I think the the, the lot of you should get together. You know, we're looking at at seeing what Jake Paul and 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 Logan Paul and them guys are doing promoting on their end of things, regardless uh, uh, right, how yeah. you feel about either either one of the brothers when it comes to it. The, I think it's pretty good. They know how to, how to market and brand themselves, obviously. Right, exactly. The drink company just got picked up by, by, by the UFC, and Dana flat out hates Jake with, with a passion. <laughs> but here we are. So do you think that's something you would like to do or you would like to see, you know, something that could happen in the future, you, get, you guys getting together on a regular basis? Oh, that's most definitely, man. You know, that's it's always I'm always open to options and possibilities down the line, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, when you have more than one possibility, it's always good to take it or try it out. You know what I mean? Especially, especially if you know there's money, you know, generating from that. Got to keep it real, man. You be from the streets, you know, you know that I'm here in the city, bro. And it's like there's side hustle after side hustle after side hustle. But in... You know, combat sports, me and Steve over and over again, keep trying to fight for fighters. So, you know, this day and age with the Jake Paul, Logan Paul thing, as cringy as it could be, there is a little genius behind that. And with your name, especially, it had to cross your mind. You know, at first I didn't like it, man, because look, this is the, this is the thing. You, this you is gotta where earn your stripes, right, brother? Right. This is where this is where I don't like it. You got guys that's been in the gym for years, you know? Pouring out blood, sweat, and tears, training all day, every day, you know, like me. You know, no handouts, nothing's given to you. You're just in there, thugging it out to whenever you get that chance. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you got YouTubers that ain't never fight, never been in the gym, not training, don't know what real real sparring is, what real training is. You know, to go through the up and downs of the struggles of having a, a... you know, living a combat life, you know, being a fighter. They don't know what that is. So then to get already on national TV, under them lights, on the spot, like get making all this money over somebody who's been doing it for years, that's got skills that can fight. That's what pisses a lot of real fighters. Be so that's what gets me mad. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yo, I've been doing this shit for years. I know guys in the gym now that's been doing it for years that are great fighters and still don't get that opportunity. So then you're going to tell me that a YouTuber that makes these stupid-ass videos, right? Fucking (laughs) Call of Duty videos is going to go on on national stage and fight for a fucking $2.5 million with no ease? Come on. Andy's not fighting boxers. Andy's not fighting boxers. And you're not fighting boxers. You're fighting other YouTubers. You know what I'm saying? But you you said at first you didn't agree with it, but now you do is what you're saying? What I'm now, saying is I don't agree. I still don't agree with it. He doesn't agree what it is, but he knows where the money is right now. So yeah. if the opportunity you know, came, he'd he, he, he be snatched day, up in the, a minute, right? At the mm. end of the day, the, that's where the money is generating at right now. The money's there. You know, and I don't want to feel like I'm being two-faced. Oh, I'm talking shit about it, but then I'll do it because of the money. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? But you got to look at the reality, though. You yeah, know? you got to eat. 
You you, eat. Listen, we don't we don't like when the game changes because because we we are used to it be, being a certain way to get to a certain point. So we're not gonna we're not gonna like what how it's done. Just like I, I I've gone on on here and, and sit there and, and rip Jake apart because I sit there and said he's picking on lighter weight guys. Go fight some heavier weight guys. Stop playing with me with that with that nonsense. Come but on, man. Jake time, Robinson. What he's doing. He's still. He, I mean, uh, you know, was that he fought Nate Robinson? Guy's five foot two. He's a basketball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Oh man, that what was, was the that other one. guy that the retired UFC guy Ben Askren. Yeah, Ben, ben Askren, Askren just got off of hip surgery. Ben Askren just got off of hip surgery. People forget about that. That dude. <laughs> also, that Ben dude Askren's is, a wrestler naturally. You know, he's finished. He's done. Well, now he's you know? doing PFL. He's doing PFL, and uh, yeah, Matt yeah, Brown apparently he's gonna do PFL. So we'll see. Matt you know, Brown just—he's going in. He's gonna—he's gonna do an MMA fight now. For what reason? But then I also heard Tyson Fury. So, man, all I know is, I hope that uh, what's this kid's name? Tommy? Tommy Fury? Tommy Fury? Yeah, Tommy Fury. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I hope yeah. that Tyson. Tyson wants uh Francis. He wants Nagano. He wants that big check. I just hope he gives it to Jake Paul. I Going mean, there. can we just see seeing on the on the net the uh the, what that reporter the schmo tagged him up in a, in a little in a little goof around session. He, no, he had Jake Paul on roller skates. I was like, I was like, if the schmo can crack him, stop playing with me. <laughs> now, what what do you think about the state of boxing media, MMA media that you've come across over the years? It's not like it used to be back in the day. These people, I feel, ask the same questions all the time. They don't have their own personality. A lot of it's cookie cutter like what are what are some of your favorite media and boxing that some of the mma guys may not be aware of that we should uh get a hold of like do you follow the the media like who's a trustworthy media outlet i i don't follow none if i told you something i'd be lying to you bro i don't don't blame you i I stick to the old school man back in the day that there wasn't none of that shit the pencil and the hat i need to get one of those hats actually (laughs) you know what i'm saying there's Come on, bro. We're fighters. So, so, so are you you still like like the uh you know the the, the real journalist, you know, the, the guys doing articles, or, or do you like how how the digital media has changed? No, I, I stick to the regular articles, the dude doing the articles, you know, physically yeah, personally. And, and, then, and then guys like us could get get to talk him into cut coming on here and, and chopping it up with us though. <laughs> Even talk interviewing, you know what I'm saying? This is you know it's yeah, but see, we, we keep it, but that's the I mean, that's what we like. We like to keep it like a normal conversation. Like we're not just like, you know, like we just we just kicking it on the street. Just 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 having a conversation. yeah. Unless I show up we, tripping we on, on LSD. We on, we on a train ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, yeah. we we on a train ride somewhere. We just have it cutting up, having a conversation. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Let me, let know, me ask yeah. you this. You say you weren't really close with your father. I know you got a big family, but going into boxing was that also kind of a thing to try to get closer? with your father and and has it now nah, for me it wasn't it, for me it was never getting closer to them you know i knew at an early age that yo it is what it is whether my that side of the family wants to get be close with me it's up to them i you know i'm seven years old eight years old you know it's already embedded in my head it's how my mom tells me it's how my grandparents like yo listen if your father really wants to be in your life he'll come looking for you he's the father you're the child that's just how it is why do you, you think why do you think that you know even you doing what you're doing hasn't brought your father a more more closer to you on like a, on like a real level like that has to kind of hurt a little bit right or I mean I've heard of- I've I've heard my father always say to like my older brother when he used to fight and my sister like at first he didn't want my you know his his children to to be fighting cuz he knew how the sport is he knew yeah. how you know how horrendous it can get with everything, you know, with the business side of it, with the fighting side of it. So he didn't want to, he didn't want to have his kids partake in that. So when he's, when my older brother was fighting, he didn't go to none of his fights. Like my, here, my dad is like that and ruthless. He didn't go up to none of his fights. When my sister fought, he didn't show up to none of her fights. He didn't train them. He didn't, you know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with me. You know, so and the, I respect it. I don't. I don't expect them to be in my corner or open doors for me. You know what I mean? I under. I totally understand that. But at the same time, like your story and what you're doing, when you get that glorious moment, like what you're aiming for in your career, where that 
that glory just opens up and you have that Rocky moment. Instead of yelling, Adrian, you you should be yelling, dad. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be like the perfect thing though? You know, like. That was always the thing on my mind. Like if I ever, you know, became champion at one point, won a title, I would want to present that to him. Like, look, I did it. And I did it without you. You weren't in my corner. That's cool. I'm not mad at you. But look, I want to show you that I did it. I totally respect that because maybe from his standpoint, I'm sure you've seen it uh, and thought about it. Like, how how is he looking at it? And you just mentioned he didn't want you guys to go through what he went through. But the hard work that he went through and got through and, and all the media and that one, you know, that one sentence, how it just defines so much of uh, who he is and who he isn't. Um, I'm sure he you know, does love you guys. But if you could go through what he went through, I feel like he would definitely have a lot more respect because going through what he went through is one in a million, you know, and he was that one in a million. So you could be that one in a million coming up as well. And I feel like there's, there's no reason that if you have that moment, you shouldn't be able to have that. And I'm sure your whole career has been surrounded by that as well. Does that kind of hurt? Do you kind of feel like, just cold about it because of your father and your name and, and boxing and wanting something. But cause even me growing up, I'd wait at the door for my father. He wouldn't show up, you know, and yeah. you kind of just get to that point where you just, I get it, dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You just, you know, you just turn cold Turkey right there. You know, yeah. at the beginning with me, with at the beginning of my career, you know, like at the very beginning, you know what I'm saying? Like starting off, I'm like, shit, maybe my pops would come around, go to my fights or whatever, give me some type of advice. But it never happened, you know? And I'm already a type of person that I don't, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, he didn't show up these first few fights, I don't care, fuck it. You know, it's not going to stop me from doing what I need to do, you know? Do you think the discipline of being a fighter, you you have to make so many sacrifices, right? To the point where, all right, I'm going to miss Christmas this year. Don't worry. I'll be there next year. Next year comes around. I, I have to get in the camp. I, I promise I'll be there next year. Do you think that kind of becomes ingrained in a lot of fighters? Yeah, uh, and, and this is a big issue with it is. Um, families it is. and fighters. That's complete. That's, that's, that's true because, you know, this is our profession. If this yeah. is all we do is train to fight, then it's expected and you know that shouldn't be something that'll break you down mentally because it's already what we do as a profession we're fighters we do that we fight all year round you know what i mean thanksgiving we can we can be on a fight in thanksgiving we we might be able we might be in the fighting christmas you know and our partners wife girlfriends they have to understand that like listen when you got with me you knew what it was you know that i'm a fighter full time this is what i do you know what i mean if one, if I'm not able to spend Thanksgiving with you, you know, you know why. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not able to spend Chris, uh, Christmas with you, you know why. You know that's just how it is. When you're a professional fighter and you, you know, you're really deep in your career, that's how, that's what it is. That doesn't mean that you don't spend time with them. You know, because I still spend time with my family. You know, I still spend time with them on the holidays while I'm still in training camp. You know, I, I make the best efforts that I that I can. You know, and that's how we move forward. That's how I move forward. That's all. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. Because I know Steve, he has to go bring his son here, bring him there. He has to do the podcast. He has to stay on my ass all the time. You see, you know, like it, it's difficult. You do become something. Uh, it's it's very it's very selfish. It's very selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Steve, on the other hand. <laughs> Steve, on the other hand, he's somebody that actually tries to boost up everybody. Um, you're you're kind of saying the similar thing. Like you show up, you show up to be the father, the 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 son, the the cousin, the uncle, this and that. But have you have you realized, like at your age right now, you need to really make a sacrifice oh, and def- really hit something big because when you hit forty years old, man. You know, bro, that's 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 always on the back of my mind. That's why I got to work double the time. That's why I got to make the most sacrifices 
out of anybody else out there. You know, it's not like I'm fucking 25 again. You know, I'm not 23. I'm not 25 where I can sit back and, and see what happens. You know, I have to go out there and find it. I got to look for it. I got to make it happen. I'm like, like at the beginning of my career, man, it was stressful because I had to be my own promoter. I had Ooh. to be my own matchmaker. You know, I had to be my own nutritionist. It was hard. You know, all that shit is hard. Like, like you talking to somebody who doesn't know is going to be, no, but that sounds simple. I'm like, no, it's not simple. Train all day, every day, twice a day. Cook your own food. Look for your own fights. You might not get paid for this fight. You might get paid for that fight. You know, people yeah, don't might. understand that shit. You know, people don't get that shit. You know, people oh, people looking in are like, yeah, whatever. I could have did that. I'm like, no, you can't. I'm sorry. Like, you got other fighters that from the amateurs directly into a promotional company. Boom. Or they land a, a good ass manager. Boom. You know, they don't gotta they don't gotta pay out of pocket for nothing. They're constantly fighting. You know what I'm saying? They have a nutritionist. So their training and you know, their training camps become easier. That wasn't my that wasn't my way. My way was how I just said it to you, but I had to be my own everything. I had to look for my own fights, promote my own fights, do my own fucking training camps. It was hard, bro. It was hard. It really was. That's why I don't really go it's on. Rough posting having to do all, all, all that, all that on on your back, dude. And, and you know, but you know, you're getting to a point now where you know you're you're eight and three. You know, early. I said, you know, we're, we're early in, in in 2023. What's what's kind of the, the goals for this year? How, how many times you want to fight? Like, what, what do you what do you what are some of the things you're looking to try to accomplish? I'm gonna I'm gonna my my first. My, my first mission was to build my record from the beginning, you know, so that's what I'm going to stick to right now. I, I got a, I made a lot of good connections, a lot of good people, you know, so I'm just going to be building my record, fighting, staying active as possible, you know, because I'm nine and three now, you know, so I'm a, I fight, I fight on uh, this week coming up. You know, where, so, you where, where, where is it now? You, 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 and uh, you in your backyard over there? Yeah, uh, in Colombia. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be fighting in Colombia. I'm supposed to fight at the end of the month as well on the 24th in New Mexico with Triller. You know, so hopefully, you know, the, the doors stay open, man, and uh, we make it happen. You know, by the end of the year, I should be at 20 something fights by the end of the year. That's where you know, that's where you you know keeping busy is good. You know, obviously get, getting that opportunity to to, to be on uh, the thriller card sh sh should be should be good as well. Hopefully, oh, like like I said, we can uh you you get you get uh get 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 something spectacular uh you know in these next few fights where you can uh you know kind of kind of start make, making some noise. You know, hopefully, you know get get onto some of these these bigger bigger cards and uh, right exactly. You know, where, where you're able to kind of kind of get get in a situation where you, you know you can make that make that money that make differences and make those fights that make differences. Exactly. Yes, sir. Amen. And to that. And, and here's the other thing. Like like you know you know or or is it you're go, you're gonna stay at, at one weight class? You see a lot of a lot of guys nowadays they they float in between weight classes to try to try to keep more active and then you know try to belt chasing in multiple weight classes what you know are, are you gonna gonna kind of stay where you're at obviously you know being on the older side of things or just whatever opportunities come you you'll 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 uh you'll weigh them as they come in yeah i'll weigh them as they come in like right now that fight at 147 i'm comfortable there you know so down the line as i build my record and my experience up if i if i see that i need to move up I'll move up. You know, it's, it's not an issue. You know, but that's the goal, man. The goal is to stay active. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, that, you know, boxing's in this really weird place where, you know, you know, obviously we talk about Jake Paul and things like that is because, you know, he's becoming, you know, kind of a necessity that that combat sports need, that boxing needs, because for whatever reason, it's just, you know, boxing has kind of bled themselves out of stars and, and, and fights and things of that nature where people don't really watch it too much. You think that kind of another thing that plays into it as well? Right. right. And, you know, 
it's a, it, it's one of these things where you you hope it's it's something that that kind of changes mo- mo- moving forward where you guys are, are are not having to fight for these opportunities that are just you know more readily available. Hopefully, we can see boxing kind of you know developing more stars, promoting more stars where guys like you aren't aren't sitting there, you know, having to take these fights elsewhere where you should probably already be on these cards now. Right. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. That's why, like I said earlier, when I got into boxing, you know, with my name and my dad's reputation, you know, I expected to be further along in my career. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. I don't. Man, I don't. I don't. Maybe, maybe you get you get like a social media manager to start po- posting po- posting crazy stuff, or you you just talk talking crap to everybody, right? <laughs> that's another. That's another thing I don't do, man. I've I've never been that type of person, man. Yeah, you. But see here, you don't have to be. You just get so, so, somebody that's close to you that 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 knows you that that, that kind of knows where you wouldn't go and just just be like, here, man, just get, go, go start talking crap to guys in my weight class, dude. Uh, <laughs> be like, I will knock everyone out. <laughs> like, be, be like beyond Jake Paul, cocky. <laughs> exactly. Eddie's trying to get back oh, in. Yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> I'm back in here. I got a real serious question. Maybe right, the so most... we got we got like what? Two more, Eddie, and we'll wrap, wrap I it up. I got the right most on. important question of this whole interview. Uh-oh. I got RDJ. I got the biggest question in this whole interview right now. We we've been talking Thanks. about your father. We've been talking about the documentaries, the 30 for 30s. Um, we've been talking about the new age of media, the new age of boxing, um, how important it is to make a dollar off of, you know, doing a little extra with who you are as a person, but also as what you want to portray as a character. Uh, oh, did we lose him for a second? Yeah, you just lost him for a second. Right, right during my uh, monologue, right? Yeah. Give, the give the, biggest, the biggest thing here, Steve, is I would love to have the opportunity to do something like of not, not just a vlog, but a documentary on somebody like RDJ. Yeah, so R- RDJ, I, I was just saying, you know, the new changes, your whole life, there's such a story there. Um, you're at the age where you're, you're right here in your prime. Something is about to burst. If I did your tarot card reading right now, I'm sure it would say something is about to open up for you. Um, so the big question here is, have you been approached or is there an idea in your head to capture, um, the, the blossoming of you finally reaching the pinnacle of your career and absolutely making it a huge thing? Like ESPN would love to take a story like that. Um, all the zone, uh, there, there's so many different things that you could do. Have you been thinking about that? Have you been uh, approached about that? That would be such an honor to watch somebody like you and your story being so relatable, um, even outside of your father's name. Like even me being able to relate, Steve being able to relate, millions of people can relate to you. And it's so rich, man. It's so rich. And it would be such a shame if you didn't take the opportunity to be like, hey, I, I know this is my dad, but check this out and check what is about to happen from all this hard work. And since the age of eight, me having this on my mind, me going to New York, my sister opening that door to get me out of the city and the sacrifices I've had to made, but also the things that have made me me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh what are you what are you thinking here in 2023 are we going to be able to see something moving forward like 2024 is that going to be your year where you dig your toes into the canvas and and you let the blood drip for your glory or what what are you thinking here moving forward these next two years what's the plan man it's it's funny you said that because you know how many different people i've come across that said the same thing to me like man you have a story behind you it's not just you fighting. Is a lot just of get know, somebody who's who's got some good good recording stuff and just have them follow you for like a year, dude. You know what I mean? And it's just if you were to put your life in a documentary, you know, 
people would really tune in because you know like you said um my life is relatable to a lot of people's you know other people's life Netflix is is desperate for 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 good content I'm sure I'm sure that that you it'd be easy to pitch it to them yeah you know so that's something that I've, that I've got in the works as well that I want to make happen you know by the end of this year early 2024 man like I want to put my story out there you know I want to know every, I want to let everybody know like listen I wasn't spoon fed this is what it is I had to come dig myself out this hole to get on top of this mountain. You know, I want you guys to see this. You know, I want to share it with the world. You know, I want to inspire other people like me. You know how many people come to me and be like, yo, bro, you really inspire me. I'm like, why? What makes you say that? I'm just, you know, I'm just an average guy. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm like you. I'm like, yeah, man, but you, you've been up against adversity. You've overcome this. You've overcome that. You, you know, you don't care. You keep going. So watching you do it, your trainings, your videos, your interviews, you make me want to keep doing it. You know, and that right there, I, it sits in my mind. I'm like, damn, I just impacted somebody's life. I don't even know this person. You know what I'm saying? I don't know this person. And he, they're telling me this. So that's something I want to put in the works. And like I told Steve earlier, I'm like, listen, man, I want to I want to get to a point where my record is, well, my record and my skills, you know, they, my skill already speaks for me, but Nowadays, promoters and all that stuff, they want to see records, you know? So when my record gets, by the end of the year, I should be at 20-something fights, probably a little more, because, you know, because I'll be bouncing back and forth from, you know, these trailer fights to these Colombia, Mexico fights. So I'm going to get my record built up. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I get in that spotlight and everybody sees me. And then I want to make that documentary happen, because even with my wife, she knows, so, you know, we want to make it happen. I'm definitely going to make that happen, bro. And it should be titled, No Past, New Future. You know, it's at a no mas, no past, new future, you know? New beginning or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> it's so special, man. Durant or something. I, I just hope you realize that you also are one in a million living out this reality that you were born into. It's such a gift, whether you realize it or not. And all these things that you are going through, like it, like you're saying, you're not even realizing every action you are making, every trigger to do this, do that. Every phone call that makes a huge impact on your life is leading to that next flower blossoming on your career. And you're at such a point right now where I, I would be at the edge of my seat if if we had the whole story, man. So yeah, I appreciate that coming from you guys, man. Seriously. I could only hope, man. I could only hope. I'm sure Steve's gonna ask you what your predictions on the Super Bowl right now or something. <laughs> you couldn't even ask me that question, man. I don't I don't even really watch football like that. Shit. My team is Tampa Bay. Hey, hey, you did you remember done? Brady just retired, so what? you gotta blow the whole thing up again. I remember Warren Dunn, most definitely. Mike Allstott, remember that shit? Oh, man, that was them dudes. Don Lynch. Um, Yo, Derek Brooks. Warren Sapp. Derek, Yo, Sapp, bro. Sapp. Uh, what was it? Eshawn Johnson when he was, you bro. know, wide receiver. That was one of my – Rondé Barber, Rondé Barber. Everyone yeah, Rondé Barber. Barber. John, John Lynch was the safety back there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Gruden, bro. John Gruden. Yeah, that's my <laughs> – that's when I really was watching the, the Bucks. Hey. Oh, yeah. So, man, uh, St Steve's going to ask you one more question. But I just really want to thank you, man, for um, pushing yourself with the reality that you have been given. Because there is such a rich story there. And there is no way uh, there, there's no way that you're not going to end your career without seeing that Adrian moment where your father's there. Or whatever the story outcome is, it's there, money is there, attention's there, inspiration's there. And as long as you're there, you're connected, you're focused, that's all it takes, man. Yeah. So we're, we're right here, and I want to thank you for your time. Nah, man, I want to thank you guys, you know, for listening out to my story and, you know, having me on the show, man. It's, you know, it's always good to vibe with, you know, guys like minds, like you guys. It's been a pleasure. 
it's a, it's a, it's always our, our pleasure, uh, you know, Robert. But you know how we how we end things here uh, when we wrap up the interviews. Throw the proverbial microphone over you. Anyone want to thank you know training partners, teammates, you know, shoot out your social media sites, any any sponsors you have, or if you even even want to make some calls out to, to some sponsors, you know, whatever yeah. you want to do, anything you're doing outside the the the, the cage, the ring, whatever uh, that you want to let the people know, the time is yours, my friend. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. Listen, uh, for those that want to follow me on Instagram, uh, keep up with me. It's Robert Duran Jr. That's my Instagram. Twitter is Duran at Duran Jr. eighty eight. You know, um, I'm open to every you know every new sponsors that want to reach out and you know possibly want to work. I'm open. You know, this is going to be a big year and you know years to come. And shout out to my team. You know, my coach. You know, all my sparring partners that I've known for a while. That you know. We've been in the gym together, everybody else, man. And shout out to the to you guys, man, for having me on the show, man. Hey. Means a lot. Definitely always our pleasure, yeah, being able to catch up with you and uh, you know, being able to uh, you know, kind of uh peel back some of the layers, get 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 some some of your stories out here, some of the things that that's on your mind and on your chest, let the people know about things. So it's yeah. always a pleasure having you on. You're always welcome on on here, my friend. Anytime you want you want to come on and talk about something, just let us know, man. Hey, this 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 wasn't an interview. I mean, to me, to me, like was, said, it, it, we were just, like, we were just on train ride. That's all. <laughs> this was the trailer to one of the biggest blockbuster documentaries to come in 2026. That That's yep. it right there. Little oh, do right know, we just, uh, we just opened the door. <laughs> hey, Something well, it. Really wish you the, the, the best of skill in the, uh, the, the, the fight, the, the fight you got lined up the next few months, you know, you know, uh, both both there locally and, and the Triller fight. You know, as soon as you, uh, I guess, when we get to like the midway point of the year, I'll reach back out. We'll we'll there try to see, see get you back on here, talk talk some more stuff, have some more fun. Other yeah. than that, uh, Robert, we're gonna wrap this one up. Really appreciate the time, my friend. Of course, my brother. You guys be safe, man. God bless you guys, man. Keep doing it strong with that with the podcasting, man. The interviews is awesome. Always, man. Oh, always trying trying to talk to everyone about everything when it comes to combat sports, life. Whatever we 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 want to talk to everybody. So really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the uh, the kind words as always, my friend. And uh, we'll catch just up like just like Robert De Niro said to meet the parents. Got my eyes on you, RDJ. <laughs> Got my eyes on you. Yo, man, salute to you guys, man. Much love and prosperity. All right, All right Robert, you have a good one, my friend. Thanks yeah. for the time as always. God bless. All right, everyone. That was uh, uh, Robert Duran Jr. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a fun one. Really looking forward to seeing uh, how he's able to kind of put some more things together this year. It's uh, it's not always an easy road, uh, you know. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, not you know, not having that dad in this corner is uh, it isn't the easiest thing. But, Surprising though, right? But I mean, adds I mean, to the story. Listen, like, like you said, you don't you don't really need it. You know what I mean? You know, you know, he, he's not going to force something that that isn't already there. Of course. Nor, nor you know, nor, nor should you. It it, it it comes organically. The the it's either it is or it isn't. At the end of the day, you know I mean? think I made a good point with you know his father making so many sacrifices out his life. He's become you know so cold. And uh, that interview right there, like I said, bro. We're going to get so many good clips. I cannot wait to see what happens in the next two years for him. Because right now at his age, this is this is it, bro. This is it. Yes, sir. But uh, on that note, uh, just uh, you know, a quick word from our sponsor. And then we will see you guys in a few days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we got some fun stuff lined up for you uh, this week. Got some fun stuff lined up for you next oh, week. Man. Like no, do you know, no, I'm hitting my bucket list of MMA interviews. So yeah, but when we, I say we, that, we you also guys have another one. It. We got we got to pre-record to actually go on to that with that one. So we're gonna have have a bunch of crazy stuff going on. We'll we'll, we'll see how this all, all works out. Uh, you know, you know, obviously, you know, the the BKFC fighters are, are always giving us love, but you know, both BKFC, BYB, etc., everything in between. Uh, you know, we always have these fun interviews in between. I definitely just got just nailed down one that you know Eddie's uh, chomping at the bit for. 
You know, there's so many different things we could talk about with the, with with this gentleman. We're gonna we're gonna appreciate the time, appreciate everyone for for, for tuning in. Hopefully, you know, we can uh, get you on the, on the back end version with the audio. Obviously, you know, we were trying to get Robert last week. Uh, he was at a <laughs> at a birthday party. Just didn't really think it was a good idea to to do that. Eddie was uh, under under the weather, so you know, just pushed the whole thing off. Dude, imagine if I did the whole interview just yawn. Remember the other night we were on the phone? I was just yawn, yawn, yawn. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and on that note, let, let, let's wrap this one up. We will see you guys Friday. <laughs> Make sure you guys uh, are, are staying locked in. Subscribe, like, <laughs> you know, you know, do, do everything you do. You know, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Head over Stop. to the Combat Deviants YouTube for all the highlights from this interview right here. Yes. And, and, you know, make sure you're, you're getting on the audio side of that as well. Make sure, you know, it's, uh, you know, iTunes, Spotify, whatever, whatever your, 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 your poison that, that, that's definitely gotta be it. But uh quick word from our, our sponsor in this interview was brought to you by. Welcome to fresh ball fall. It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze and using manscape products to trim your balls with ease. That's right, today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Whether you're brand new or already with us at Manscaped, you can use the crown jewel of care for your family jewels. The Platinum Package 4.0. This glorious package, you can align your entire hygiene routine all in one swoop. Inside the 10-part Platinum Package is everything you know and love about the Performance Package, plus some shower goodies included to elevate your grooming game to Platinum. You can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply their aluminum-free ultra-premium deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice. It's a cologne-quality fragrance. Get the Platinum Package this fall. These products are guaranteed to be hits for your dangly bits. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunk's time to shine. My tree trunk, bro. <laughs> yeah, 